Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie, motherfucking boy. And on today's installment of the continuation of how to escape the GD matrix, this is all about a quote, a quote that I've known for a really long time, and I don't really recollect on how it came to be in my mind just recently. I think I was just kind of pondering because I'm in the midst of just watching so many people around me self-sabotage. It is, if you guys know me, you guys know, like I live, my mission, my purpose here on earth is to help catalyze the awakening of women from all across the globe. And watching people who have been awake for so long, or at least trying their hardest to become awake, and then watching them go back to sleep and become zombies, and watching them go back into their slumber and just self-sabotage, I have just been so sad and so frustrated. But I'm also aware of the other part of the coin, right? The other side of the coin that I realize that if only 98% of the population are going to be sleepy time tea, and only 2% of the world's population is going to be ambitious, and they're going to be woke, and they're going to be always striving to level up, to ascend, and to, at the end of the day, get out of this 3D reality that we call the matrix, and really step into Christ consciousness, to samadhi, to Krishna consciousness, and to really go to the next level and live your best life, whatever it means to you. So here's the quote that I'm speaking of, and it's been quoted and kind of twisted and requoted a couple times from a, a couple different people, but this is the anonymous quote, and it says, somebody once told me the definition of hell, and the definition of hell is this, on your last day on earth, the person you became will meet the person you could have become. And I'm going to actually add on to this quote and say, on your last day on earth, the person you became will meet the person you could have become if only you tried. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, just let that quote sink in for a second. Just let that quote sink in for a second. So can you imagine like your, your last day on earth you're laying on your deathbed if you're lucky enough to die that way. And you are surrounded by the vision and the truth of the person you could have been if only you tried, if only you gave up the illusion of separateness, if only you gave up the illusion of not being enough. And just self-sabotaging. It's really just a hard thing for me to swallow, but 
I know that if I waste my precious human life on worrying about the people who are going back to Nunites, then I will never be able to keep going on this mission to catalyze the awakening of women from all over the world. So part of waking up and part of becoming the human that God and the universe place you here to be is realizing, again, that we on Mother Earth right now, most of us, 98% of the human population is stuck in a 3D matrix. What does the 3D matrix look like? It looks like this. You wake up in the morning to an alarm blaring in your ear. You get up, you stumble into the kitchen, you suck down swill, that's co- that's some shit coffee that you're drinking that's not organic, it's not high vibrational, right? You suck it down, you force yourself to shit, you force yourself to shower and to get dressed in some constrictive clothing, you drop your kids that you worked so hard to create off at a daycare so a stranger can take care of them. You drive to a job that literally would replace you within 24 hours after your death. Like they they wouldn't even give a fuck about you. They'd be like, oh, Henry died. Fuck it. Get a new person to sit in the cubicle. You do mindless bullshit all day never helping really anybody. You don't feel like you matter. You don't feel like you're ever enough. You only time that you can eat is when you're like on your lunch break and you like just eat some bullshit, some McDonald's or some Subway or some low vibrational food. You go back to work for a couple more hours and then you get back in that same car and rush hour traffic to go, you know, bump it, bump it a bumpa as we call it in Boston, bump it a bumpa traffic. And you probably are listening to some bullshit talk radio that's just talking about politics and talking about all this crap. And then you pick your kids up at at daycare and they talk about people that you don't even know. And and literally the teacher or the daycare provider has spent more time with your child raising it than you. And then you go home and then if you're if you're like one of those super moms, you schlep your kid around to all of these um after school activities that literally they don't even like to go to. And then you come home and you put a TV dinner in the microwave for everybody. And after you scarf that down, the kids do homework or whatever. And you, if you're you know, lucky enough to have um, a significant other, you may spend like, a, like 10, 20 minutes with them. Do you know that the average married couple only speaks to their spouse 27 minutes a week cumulatively? This is a true, it's a study. It's an actual real thing. I'm not just making up numbers. It's a real study. 27 minutes a week, not 27 hours, 27 minutes. And then from there, um, you watch Netflix, um, drink a bottle of two buck chuck, as we call it, the $2 Trader Joe's. I think it might be $4 now, but you drink a bottle of shit wine, um, take a couple Xanax uh, and pass out and do it all over again the next day. That is what 98% of the human's population, especially in this country, are doing with their days. And we call that a life. And that's not a life. That is not living life ambitiously. Now, if you're listening to this right now and you're feeling triggered by me and you're like, whoa, it's nice to be you because you have everything. Your life is perfect. No, it's not. And it was never perfect. And my life is pretty fucking good. Great, actually. But I work so diligently 
And it is my main focus to make sure that my life is amazing. And when I don't feel amazing, it's always because I'm going back to old three-dimensional construct and I'm falling back to sleep and I'm letting myself go back to the old ways that I used to live. If you guys knew me, you know, 15 years ago, I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. All I cared about was what I looked like on the outside. I didn't care about who I was. I would step on anyone to get to the next level. Um, I would just drink every night, party my tits off, work 18-hour days. Like, all of my relationships were fake and phony. And it was all about who you know and who you blow. And that is, I could not be any further from who I was then. But it took me a decade and a half to get to be to the place where I am now. And I'm still not satisfied with where I am now. I know that there's more evolution, more ascension, and more next level shit to go to. Uh, And I know it's going to take time and I know it's going to take discipline. But every day I wake up and I work towards that goal. And 98% of the human population is not. They think that like their life is okay. It's like, you know, I don't have a terminal illness. And I, you know, it's like, no, life is supposed to be amazing. It's not supposed to be a struggle. And if you feel like your life is a struggle, it's because you're stuck in the matrix and it's time to get out. So when I read this quote, and of course, like I, like I said, I've known this quote for a really long time, it slapped me in the face with reality. And I've been talking to uh, all my clients about this quote. If you have um, had the privilege to come over to the Ambitious app. Um, We have like really deep conversation there about it. Um, If you want to, go on over to kbmfc.com and go to join the community to join that conversation. It's priceless and it's high vibe. and And I know that these conversations are helping people evolve. And there's so many other outlets out there of people who are also part of what I call the transition team. The transition team is the team of people who chose to come down here in this time to help awaken and help catalyze um, the awakening of of people all across the globe. And I'm definitely one of those leaders. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably part of the transition team too. You might not be like fully owning that power, but the more you do the work, the more you're going to step into that power. And that's why I'm here. So get on over to kbmc.com, join the conversation, join the community, join the app. You will not regret it. So let me read this again before we go on. On your last day on earth, the person you will meet, well, sorry, on your last day on earth, the person you became will meet the person you could have become. So today I'm going to tell you all the ways that I think everyone should use to start to step into that power so that when you do shuffle off your mortal coil, that the person that you would have become and the person that you are, are the same thing. My biggest fear, I think, and I still have fear, you know, I still do. I'm not perfect. My biggest fear is regret and just wasting time and just wasting God's gifts and talents on being afraid, not feeling enough, and really just being stuck in the matrix. Because the more humans that are stuck in the three-dimensional construct of the matrix, the more that these elite, very small percentage of humans can control us through fear and through separateness, okay? So the first one here, the first one is to give up comparing yourself to others. And I'm not going to sit here and lie, like, 
that's a, one of the reasons why I got off of social media. I'm still on Instagram, um, but I, really, it's just, I don't even know why I'm on there, honestly. <laughs> like, I don't really get anything out of it. Um, I don't. I know that sounds cunty, but I'm just going to say it. Um, I don't really get anything out of it. Like, I post because I still want to help awaken people. And I go live and I do all these things because that is my goal and my mission here is to help awaken people. But there's days where like, you know, I was on social media and like you just start scrolling and you start looking at other people. Like say, for instance, like I have I follow a lot of people who are coaches and spiritual leaders and things like that. And like I'll see them like, you know, doing like really cool shit. I'm like, why am I not doing that? Why why am I not getting that opportunity? Why don't I have that thing? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? And I started to be like, Dude, that is not my mission. That is not my journey, right? That is not my road to take. That's their experience. That's their journey. That's their road, right? So the more that we compare ourselves to others, we are literally keeping ourselves in the matrix. We are literally keeping ourselves in the third dimension, and we are keeping ourselves at the end of the day in hell. Because remember, heaven is inside of you. Heaven is not outside of you. Now, do you get inspiration from outside? Absolutely. But if you are scrolling on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all the other apps and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you're never, ever, 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 ever going to escape that hell. So so right now, if you if you plan on staying on any kind of social media, the number one thing is stop comparing yourself to others. I don't care if that means you have to unfollow people, even if you like their content, just because it triggers you. And then, you know, if it triggers you, you have to ask yourself why it triggers you. And that's why I created my app. Because on there, it's like beautiful. And there is no comparison. There's only women inspiring and helping and speaking victory into other women. And that's how it should be, because that is fifth dimensional consciousness. The second one is you got to give up playing small. You have to give up playing small. And I want to read um I want to read a quote from one of my favorite spiritualists. Um her name is Marianne Williamson. She wrote a bunch of books, but one of my favorite books that she wrote is called A Return to Love. If you have not read that book yet, get it. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. And this is one of my favorite quotes. And this is what she says. I want you to really listen to what I'm going to say too. Like really listen to the words I'm about to say, okay? Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. We don't even know our true potential here because we are not allowing ourselves to come into commune 
with our true, authentic selves. We are playing small. We are nibbling on the crumbs because we are so afraid to step on other people's toes. We are just afraid, afraid, afraid. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of success. We're afraid of being made fun of. We're afraid of people trying to cancel us. We're afraid of all these things. And the more that we live in that fear mentality and that vibrational frequency of fear, the more fear and the more playing small that is going to happen to us. So we have to give this up. We have to. We must give up playing small. It is not serving us. It is not serving the world. It is not serving Mother Earth and is not serving it, her inhabitants. So we have to. We must give up playing small. Number three, we have to give up our excuses. And, you know, remember, it is only you who is responsible for everything that happens in your life, right? You are responsible for everything that does and does not happen in your life. And when you realize this fact, this truth, it allows you to go out into the world with more power and it limits your excuses. So first of all, I take full responsibility for everything that happens in my life. Like just recently, I've had like this string of things that have been going like kind of like wonky and nothing, nothing like really crazy, like just stupid little things. Like I'll give you an example. I ordered wallpaper for my downstairs powder room. Okay. It's like wallpaper is so cool. And I ordered this wallpaper and I had the wallpaper expert come to my house. We measured the room. We or- He sat here with me at my house. We ordered the wallpaper together. We did the whole shebang. So the wallpaper takes like six weeks to come in because it's like a special order. And yesterday, my wallpaper guy came and he starts opening all the wallpaper and he's like, Katie, this isn't right. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, none of this makes sense. It's not the right wallpaper. It's not repeating the right way, blah, 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 blah. So then I get on customer service with the wallpaper company and I have this whole back and forth with them. And the person who prints the wallpaper is like, you know what? We fucked up. Um, Don't worry about returning the wallpaper. We're going to print you a whole new thing of wallpaper, blah, 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 blah. Now, that's like not a big deal. Like I I actually felt the worst for the man who came. He was so sweet, Don. He's so sweet. He came in. He's such a nice guy. He set up all the wallpaper stuff, like all, you know, everything. It's like a lot of stuff that goes goes down when you wallpaper a room. And he had to pack all his wallpaper shit up and leave. And then like I am now waiting probably another six weeks for this wallpaper. Okay. I'm I know this is like the pettiest fucking thing I'm talking about, but I want to give you an example. So he left. And then about Two weeks ago, I had ordered a brand new um, little breakfast nook table from Restoration Hardware. Super cute, like very French, really cute. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you can see my um, new set. And I had to leave when the the tables and chairs were being delivered. I had an appointment. So Matt stayed here and he like got everything situated with the moving company. And when I came home that night, I was like, oh, let's sit in our new chairs and let's sit at the new dining room table, whatever. And we're sitting there, we're having dinner. And I was like, did you notice that this chair is broken? And Matt's like, what? And I showed him and he's like, holy fuck, it's like split. Like the wood actually split. And this shit is expensive. So it's not like I went to fucking Bernie and Frills. You know what I'm saying? Like this is really high-end furniture. And I'm like, okay. Now previously, the two weeks before that, the table and chairs came damaged. So this was like the second thing. Now they're going to swap out the next thing. Okay. Then this summer, I did a huge, 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 huge yard project in my house. And we had this beautiful fire bowl installed. 
gorgeous, top of the line. Like the thing is like incredible. You can. I was sitting out there in the winter, like with negative below zero temps, and it was like I was like on a beach in Hawaii. It's like that hot. And I had a goddess gathering at my house a couple weeks ago, and it just kept going off. And I was like, what the fuck? And and Matt was away on a business trip, so I was like, maybe I'm just a stupid bitch and I don't know what I'm doing because he always puts it on. Come to find out something's wrong with, like, the coupling, therm- coupling thermal coupling agent. Okay, I don't even know what I'm saying, but that's what it's called. So here's this, like, th- three or four strings of, like, just petty-ass shit. Petty-ass shit that's been happening to me. And I said to Matt yesterday after the wallpaper extravaganza, I said, what am I doing wrong that I'm attracting this? And he's like, Katie, none of this is your fault. It's like stupid shit. Like, it's just stupid business shit. I go, no, it's not stupid business shit. I am doing this. There's something that I'm doing that is wrong, that like there's a vibrational frequency of like not enoughness or lack or fear or something that I am creating, even if it's just subtle, 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 subtle. I'm still doing this. So I was talking to my online business manager and really close friend, Kim, um, and I was telling her this and she was just like, oh my God, you're right. Like there's something that we're doing that we're attracting this vibrational frequency. So today I had to run errands and I was just like driving around running errands and I was just like thinking about like, what am I doing that's doing this? What am I doing that's doing this? And I realized that because of my childhood and there always being like this tumultuous energy, I have like this deep epigenetic encoded in my DNA fear of like losing everything, like not having enough, losing everything, like working so hard and then like getting, like everything gets taken away from me. I don't know where this comes from. This could come from my grandmother. It could come from my great, great grandmother. It could come from my own mother. It could come from my great, great, great grandmother because they say that these types of energies are passed down epigenetically through your DNA, through your codes, right? So I'm like saying to myself, it's like, maybe this isn't mine to carry, but I have it in my codes of my DNA, in my epigenetics. So it's up to me to shift it. It's up to me to shift it. And I can't keep making excuses. It's the same thing. I know that was like a, you know, that was like a very long way around the barn, but I really like to tell stories because I like to explain things on like a smaller more like petty level sometimes. I think that sometimes that's the best way for people to understand like what we're actually talking about here. And it's the same thing with like people on my protocol, right? And they're doing so amazing. They're like releasing weight. They're leveling up. They're sticking to the spiritual practice. They're like changing their vibrational frequency. Like they're going to the next level. They're finding the relationships that they've always dreamt of. They're finding the jobs or the careers that they've always dreamt of. Like all these amazing things are happening. And then all of a sudden, just as everything starts to come together, they're like, yeah, um, I have to cancel my membership. I'm like, why? You're killing it. Like you're leveling up. Yeah. And they'll give me all these excuses. And I'm like, oh my God, you self-sabotaging motherfucker. Don't do this. And it's not even about the money or the membership or anything or like working with me. It's like, I have this gift where I see people's potential more than they see it in themselves. And to watch someone right on the edge of glory, right on the cusp of something so amazingly big to just pull the fucking plug out of the wall right before they're going to ascend. It's so heartbreaking. And they're just full of like these cockamamie, malarkey, bullshit excuses. And it's just like, I'm to the point now in my career and in my my journey that I'm just like, yeah, well, okay, that's fine. Like you do you, boo. 
like you you have a membership you know you have three more months left on it like you're gonna pay because you signed a contract with me but i'm not gonna try to stop you from self-sabotaging and being the fucking loser that you think that you are I can't. And we as parts of the transition team and we as the spiritual leaders and the energetic leaders of this world, we can't pull people out of their shit pit. No matter what excuses they give us, we cannot. It's not my job to pull people out of the shit pit because if people are in the shit pit, they're only going to pull you down into the shit pit. You'll never pull them out of the shit pit. So let them sit and play in their caca. But we singularly sovereignly need to must give up excuses because it's it's holding us back from becoming the person that God and the universe place us here to be. The next one is give up the magic pill. Okay? Overnight success is a goddamn myth. Every success story, even my own success story, has a road of failure. Okay, it's not just all like nipple tassels and, you know, magnums of vouve. It's not. It's not. Like success is difficult and it's a struggle and there's so much hard ass work behind it. So we have to, that comes kind of with the comparison thing because we look at other people and like, oh, nice to be you. You're like an overnight success. And it's like, you don't, you don't see the hundreds and thousands of hours that they spent honing their craft or the hundreds of hours of failure or crying themselves to sleep or wanting to give up right before the miracle happens. Like there is no magic pill. I have been a weight loss and a exercise and mindset and health and wellness coach for over 20 years. And I'm telling you right now, there is no magic pill. There's no magic pill. And so many people come to me and they see all these other women who have like, you know, lost hundreds of pounds, like totally changed their lives, taken their businesses to the next level, like found the man of their dreams, like, you know, finally had that baby, finally started their own company, whatever it is, whatever I help them do. And they'll say, well, so-and-so lost a hundred pounds. Like I want to do that. I'm like, do you know what she went through to release that weight? Do you know that it was like 80, it was like 20% food and exercise and 80% mindset and like tears and stress and like just feeling like a failure. (laughs) Like we must give up the magic pill like idea in our minds. Like nothing is magic, nothing, zero. Like you would come to me and say like, well, what about this, Katie? And I'd say, nope. And I would give you a whole story of how hard it was for me to do this thing or to get this to this place or have this success or whatever. So give up. There is no magic pill, y'all. The magic pill is hard work, tenacity, diligence, and honestly, like, I hate to say it like this, but outworking every other motherfucker out there. Like, here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of people that are out there that are smarter than me, prettier than me, thinner thinner than me, more successful than me, whatever. But I'm a sick motherfucker, and I will outwork you any day of the motherfucking week. Ask anyone. Ask anyone that really knows me. No one gives more than me. No one does more than me. No one cares more than me. Like, ask my online business manager. Like, I will call her and I will cry over my clients if they had a bad day. Like, I was like, oh my God, so-and-so, like, I'm so worried about them. Or, you know, we just had a good friend of ours um, on uh, in Ambitious. She just had a baby and she had some complications and, like, the whole entire community banded together and like we just prayed for her and we like spoke so much victory into her and like it changed. I'm, I mean, I'm putting 
I'm putting words in her mouth because she didn't say it like this, but it did change the trajectory of her of her pregnancy and the last couple of days before she gave birth because she was petrified. And honestly, like that is what that is what being ambitious is all about. Okay, this is going to really frost some people's cookies, but I'm just going to say it. The next thing, we have to give up perfectionism. We have to give up perfectionism. Nothing and no one will ever be perfect. No matter how much we, they, I, you try, there's nothing that's perfect. And our fear stops us from putting our ideas into this world, but you will lose all of your opportunities if you wait for things to be perfect. Like you have to do things messy. You must do things sometimes messy. You have to launch things before they're ready. Like with my book, Ambitious, do you think that I really wanted to restructure my whole entire book launch because of COVID? No, but I had no choice. It was either that or sit on the book for another year. And like, you know how many people came against me and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're selling a book during Corona. Like people have no money. And I'm like, that's your fucking, that's your life. Like that's your perspective on, on earth. I believe that Ambitious was written for this time more than any other time. So I had to just say, fuck it. Okay, we're not going to go on a world tour. We're not going to go on a world book tour. We're not going to be doing all these speaking engagements. We're not going to be doing all this press. We're not going to be going on, you know, Good Morning America and all these different things, like how we had it all planned. (laughs) I think sometimes people forget that. Like I was going on a legit world tour and a press tour and a junket and the whole nine yards. And it got literally pulled, the rug got pulled from underneath me and I had to like pivot and I had to say, fuck it. I'm not waiting until 2021. These people need this now. The ambitious was created and written for this time. And it got a lot of people through this time and it inspired a lot of people to not give up. And I can't even begin to tell you the amount of people who have emailed me and said like, I wanted to commit suicide, but I read your book and it changed my life. And I'm alive because of it. And I'm not just saying that to like be like wah wah. I mean that. Like that to me is like I'm winning. I am living in my mission and purpose. But you know how bad? You know how bad that I just was like wanted to sit on it and wait till the perfect time? And I just was like, what what would I tell my girls? What would I tell my girls? I'd say, do it messy, launch it messy, do it now. The time is now. Just tweak it, pivot switch it up, flip it, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh no. Like whatever. Bell biv to fucking devote it. <laughs> That's what I did. And I'm so fucking proud of myself for doing that because I could have taken another route. And I mean, and bitches could have died within me. And I'm so happy that I did it. So, so give up perfectionism and sometimes just, you got to do it and do it now. The next thing we have to do to escape the matrix and really become the person that God and the universe put us here to be is the multitasking. Let me tell you something right now. I used to call myself the queen of multitasking. I would be like on the phone with someone typing like a friggin' blog and I would be blogging and then I would be on Zoom and then I would be doing this and I'd be doing that. And it's just like, you're not ever doing anything to the best of your ability. And honestly, it's rude and it's low vibrational. But if you wake up every day and you say, okay, I'm going to do one thing at a time and I'm going to do it well, 
Do you know how much your life will change? Do you know how much you will be in the flow? Do you know how much you will be in the fifth dimensional reality? You will be living like Christ. You will be living like Buddha. You will be living like Krishna. You will be living like Lao Tzu. You'll be living like all these ascended masters. That is so important. And I think that we think like, oh, I'm doing so much. Like, look at me. I'm like sucking the marrow out of life. And it's like, you're not because you're not doing anything at the highest capacity. And when you're not doing things at the highest capacity, then are you really living in the fifth dimension? And are you really truly encompassing and embodying the person that God and the universe placed you here to be? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. The next thing we have to do is we have to give up the need to control. Like today, I had a day where I was just like, I wanted to just like get my fucking fingernails into everything and just manipulate it and control it to make myself feel safe and to make myself feel like I was enough and make myself feel successful and like kind of like tamp down any kind of fear energy that I was feeling. And it's just like, let it fucking go. Because as you know, if you've listened to the Ambitious podcast for the years that I've been doing this, like there is no such thing as control. Control is a motherfucking illusion. The only thing that you can control is what you put into your mouth for food and and water, how hydrated you are. If you exercise every day, how many hours a day that you sleep, unless you have a brand new baby and that could be a little tough, but you know what I'm saying. And the people that you choose to surround yourself with. Other than that, Like if an asteroid is going to hit this earth or there's going to be riots or there's going to be a war or there's going to be a coronavirus, how can we control that? We can't. And then I think we feel so small and we feel so not enough when we can't control these big things. And it's like, we're not meant to control these things. Sometimes like these horrible things have to happen in the world so that other things shift so that other things can play out, so that we can awaken. If the coronavirus didn't happen and all these things with race didn't come to the boiling point in 2020 and all these things with politics and all the things that we've endured in the last year, we wouldn't be questioning anything. We wouldn't be waking up. We wouldn't be saying like, this is wrong. This is right. This is not good. This is this is good. We wouldn't be doing that because we would just be like status motherfucking quo. So sometimes the things have to happen that are totally out of our control to shake up the narrative so that we start to awaken and we start to question like, hey, this is wrong. Or, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. Or, hey, we need to love on our neighbors or we have to stop this craziness. But it, If nothing bad happens and we are just sitting in our comfy, comfy zones, how can we awaken? We can't. So sometimes we have to give up the need to control and we have to just let the universe and God's plan play out and trust that the universe and God has our back and ultimately in the end, we are going to win. The next thing, you know, this is one of my favorite things. And this is going to help you really truly become the person that you were meant to be and not and not to be the person that you could have been if only you tried, right? Because that's the definition of hell. Hell is a three-dimensional reality and hell is also the matrix. So give up saying yes and just fucking say no. I was saying to Matt, I said, I feel like, you know, now that people are becoming vaccinated and they're getting a little cocky and they're like, oh, I can just do whatever the fuck I want to do because I'm vaccinated. And I'm just like, okay, you guys can still spread COVID. You still probably have to wear a mask, right? 
You still probably have to social distance. Because if you go into a restaurant and you, and it says, masks must be worn here at all times, right? They don't give a fuck if you had a vaccination, okay? They don't care. There's still things that you're going to have to do, okay, if you want to live in mainstream society. If you don't want to live in mainstream society, then that's cool too, which go, go on with your bad self. I, I love it. Um, but if you still want to be part of the three, you know, the third dimension when you have to be, then you're going to have to do certain things, right? So I was saying to Matt, I was like, I feel like people are starting to come out a little bit more, which is good. Um, but I feel like things are starting to speed up and people are now like, are like, oh, I want to see you for a one-on-one. Oh, I want to come to an event at your house. Oh, I need to do this with you. Oh, I got to do that with you. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even mentally prepared for this yet. Like I have my events at my home twice a month. I do healing sessions. I do one-on-ones, but I can only do what I can do. Like I can't do more than that. Like I'm not mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually equipped for that at this moment. And I've been noticing that my, I feel like kind of wacky and kind of a little overwhelmed and a little stressed out lately. And I'm like, why do I feel like this? So, you know, that's anytime you feel like not yourself and not your authentic self, it's, it's an alarm saying like, wake up, you're, you're going back to the old way. Right. So I had to start telling people, no, I can't do these things. And guess what? As soon as I started saying no to the people, it like made me feel so much better. And remember, if you go back to my older podcast, no is a complete sentence. You don't have to say no and give an excuse. You can just literally say no and move on with your life. So say no. And if you say yes and you really mean no, you're you're selling yourself down the river. You're not being authentic. And when you're not being authentic, you're not being fucking ambitious. Let's be honest. The next thing, and you know, COVID really forced us in a lot of ways to do this. I know that I had a lot of people fall away from me in the last year that were probably not optimally really good for me, but you got to give up toxic people. Remember how I was saying before, like the things you can control are like, you know, your food and your water and your exercise and your sleep and things like that. And the other thing is like who you spend your time with. So if you're around people who are negative and low vibrational frequency and who are, are deeply, deeply, deeply entrenched in the narrative and the matrix it's probably rubbing off on you. And in the long run, you're not going to ever be your true optimal self. And I talk to so many people who are elders in my community and they always say like, you know, Katie, if you want to learn anything, like learn now, like to give up, you know, people pleasing and give up the toxicity because, you know, there's going to be a day where you're going to start thinking back on your life and you're going to say, oh my God, I wasted so much time like giving a fuck about all these people who are so toxic, who were not good for me. And I held on to relationships that were not serving my highest, greatest good, right? So giving up toxic people is one of the ways that you are going to truly step into all of your power to really, truly be the person that God in the universe placed you here to be. And it's one of the most integral parts of these lists that I'm saying to you. And last but not least, this is so fucking hard. This is so hard, right? Give up wanting people to like you. Dude, I know that people loathe me. I know that I rub people the wrong way. I know that I am very triggering for people. I know that, but that is part of my appeal and that's part of my who I am because I was placed here on earth and I chose to come here, as I said before, as an indigo, as part of the transition team that was going to catalyze the awakening. Now, when I say catalyze awakening, I don't mean like 
you know, kissing you on your forehead and rubbing your brow and being like, oh, aren't you beautiful? Sometimes it's like, wake the fuck up and stop being a goddamn pussy. And that's like, sometimes what, that's what I say to people. Ask my protocolers, ask my 5D protocolers. A couple weeks ago, I was screaming at the top of my lungs and I was giving them all hell because they were being pussies and they were being self-sabotagers and they were making excuses and they were doing all the things that I just read on this list. And I said, we are not going to have any more fucking nonsense in this protocol or just leave. Just leave because you're the nonsense maker. You are not helping this group ascend to the next level. You're actually an albatross around everyone's neck. You're a fucking weight. It's, it's not good. And we're all drowning because of your low vibrational energy. Bye. Goodbye. And I know that that's like, oh my God, dude, you're such a gangster. You're so cutthroat. I have to be because I'm not, like, I don't believe that awakening into the fifth dimensional reality is like light and love and namaste. It's like, get the fuck out of my face and level the fuck up. That's what, that's the energy that I bring to spirituality. And I know that a lot of spiritualists are like, oh my God, you're so harsh. I really do believe that that's the only way in my opinion, and in my world, in my reality, in my perception, to help people catalyze. Because if you're just blowing smoke up their asses all goddamn day long, they're never going to move. They're never going to change. They're never going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to be like, oh, I'm cool. I can just sit in my caca and play in my diapy. No. Sometimes it takes someone like me who's very much, you know, like my shaman calls me. He's like, you're the black Madonna. You're like that Kali energy. You're like the destroyer. You come in and you drop the darkness Because sometimes people have to sit in the darkness. They have to do the shadow work. They have to do the inner child healing. They have to hold the mirror up to themselves and say like, holy shit, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Do you ever like look at the mirror and go, who the fuck are you? Who are you even looking back at? And if that's the way you feel, how do you think that you are going to become the person that you are going to be happy about being when you die? You won't be. So... I hope that this podcast helped you today. I hope it inspired you. I know I was a little rough, but here we are. Welcome to the ambitious land. I didn't say it was play play with my play with my titties land. Okay. This is ambitious land, and I'm the queen of ambitious land. You guys know that about me. I'm not gonna mince words. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna blow smoke up your skirt. Like it's time to get real because we all have very limited amount of time on this earth to achieve the things that God and the universe place us here to achieve and to experience and to feel and to learn and to remember. And the more you're twiddling your thumbs and putting your finger up your bum and just being a L-O-S-E-R, you're never going to ascend. You're never going to escape the matrix. You're never going to get out of three-dimensional reality and you're never going to experience heaven on earth, which is the fifth dimension. So, I hope it inspired you. Don't forget to get on over to kbmfc.com. Check out all the amazing events that we have going on. I'm starting to take on -on one-on-one multidimensional healing sessions. So if that is something that you're interested in doing, I can do it virtually and I can do it in person. So get on over to kbmfc.com. Check out the events. Check out the work with Katie Page and all the other things that we have coming um, in the next couple months that are just going to help you escape the matrix and step into all of your glory and your power and to truly live life ambitiously or not, or just be a fucking loser. That's fine too. It really doesn't bother me either way. I don't really give a fuck. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to be the lighthouse every week. I'm going to shine my light. I'm going to be my tough ass titty self. 
if you don't like it, don't listen to the podcast. I really don't care because like you're not paying me to do this. I do this out of the goodness of my heart. It's totally free. I don't even I don't even advertise on this. Like if you listen to other people's podcasts, they're selling fucking rubber underwear and fucking mattress pads and all kinds of shit. And I just show up here every week and I just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what we're talking about. And, you know, I do have events and you can work with me, but like you don't have to because I really don't care. Be your mediocre fucking self. It does not matter to me. But all I know is I was not put here to be mediocre and I fucking refuse on my deathbed to meet a person that I don't know that I could have become if only I tried. Till next time, don't forget to stay ambitious. Bye.